Hey, it's Monday at 11 o'clock. What does that mean? It's a new episode of the Chaz Palminteri Show. That's right. A new episode. And today's episode is going to be, we have so many questions that I didn't want to say them all because they were just put together. So the big question is, what is old school? I don't know. It's, a, it's an episode of what is old school? I get all these questions. I was going to answer them on Neighborhood Logic. But I thought about that. What is old school? And some people just don't know what it is. Some of these young kids. You know, I get kids that come to my show that are like 13, 14, 15. Like from 13 to like, you know, my, my fan base is like, I basically, John, from 18 to like 65. That's what it looks like. Really? It's like kind of over 65. It's kind of strange. You know, it's all these old school. They want to know what is old school, especially the young ones. So I said, okay, so John, give me some of the things that the world thinks is old school. So then I could add my stuff and what you tell me what the world thinks is old school. So here's okay. the thing. I don't think there's an exact definition for old school, but there are a bunch of different traits that we have put together that define old school. So the okay. first trait, and I think this one you would agree with, is you wear what you want, but you keep it classy. You wear what you want, but you keep it classy. So in other words, even if it's out of style, old school doesn't give a shit. Well, when it comes to that, when he wears what he wants... You know who we talk about here. We got Sandy Blue Eyes. We got Sandy Blue Eyes. Perfect Forget example. It. We got Squiggy. Squiggy, the same thing. Squiggy's a shop dresser. Bobby. We got Bobby, my uh, my man, Bobby. Uh, Bobby Falcone. Bobby, Bobby dresses the way he wants. Squiggy dresses the way he wants. Sandy Blue Eyes dresses the way he wants. These guys are old school. You know, it's not even the way that they dress even. I mean, they also always smell good. Yeah, they do smell good. Yeah, but sometimes Sandy goes a little too heavy on that cologne. <laughs> I forgot the name of the cologne he uses. I don't remember. Yeah, but it's like I go, Sandy, come on. You know, you you get into an elevator. The elevator's like looking around. They're screaming, "What the hell's going on here?" But uh, he like uh, Aqua G, Aqua C, something like that. I I don't know. I don't remember the name of the cologne. I don't but, remember uh, it either. Hey guys, you're old school guys that do cologne. This is my opinion, John. Some people think that when you put cologne on, especially old school guys, that everybody has to smell it. No. You put it on, not a lot. If you're going to make an error, it's always better to err on the side of less as opposed to more. If a person gets really close to you, you kiss a hello, then they smell it. But if they're going to smell it two feet away from you, Five feet away from you? That's too much, don't you think, John? I, I think it's a little too much. Okay. You hear that, Sandy Blue Eyes? It's too much. Okay? If they're on one side of the room and you're on the other and they smell it, forget it. It's too much. I believe I just spray it in the air and I, I go like this with my hand and I kind of put it on. Just a little. Something light. That's enough. Yeah. They got to go shoot, 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 shoot on your wrist, on your hip. Forget it. It's too overpowering. Anyway, that's my thing about old school. You're right. You know, you dress the way you want, 
and you don't give a shit about style, about what's in, what's out. Somebody might look at you and say, man, that guy dresses like he's from 1960. But you know what? If you feel it, old school guys, as long as it's with class, you dress the way you want to dress. It's a personality. It's a personality thing. You're right, John. What's next, John? Next thing, number two, you treat your women with respect, but you know better than to be a nice guy. You treat your women with respect, but it's, you know, you know what? You know when to be a nice guy. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. That sounds like a little, uh, you know, he's saying be respectful, but don't be abused by a woman. I think that's what he's saying. And I, and I think, he's, I think uh, that's a very old school trait. You know, you know, I get these things sometimes on Neighborhood Logic. They call me and, and say questions like, my girlfriend cheated on me twice, and I took her back the second time. What, you, what you know, my parents, are, this guy was, I think, 20, he was like 23. She cheated on him twice, and he wrote me in, on Neighborhood Logic and said, I, I believe in old school values, but this is the second time I took her back but he can't leave her because he loves her. So what does that say to you at 23 years old? He can't leave her because of the sex. Let's be honest. He's 23. Come on, guys. Uh, and I say to you, if she cheated on you twice already, and you took her, now you took her back the second time, it's going to happen again. Wouldn't you say? I agree. I mean, it's going to happen again, my friend. And I think we discussed that on that episode. I'm just talking about old school now. This is all about old school. Old school guy, not, uh, not going to take it. And wait a second. Let me give the girls some, some shout-outs here. An old school girl, they're not going to take it either. Twice? All right, look, I'm going to give you a pass on the first time. Things could happen. You could have a fight. Uh, things happen, okay? Everybody is with sin. You know, in the Bible it said, and I don't preach on this show, but he who, he who without sin throw the first stone, cast the first stone. Everybody has sin. Would I give somebody a pass on the first time? Probably. I don't know. If you really love her and she loves you. and But then you got to go on a trial basis after that. If your relationship, I've heard relationships get stronger after an affair. Listen, don't yell at me. I'm just a messenger here. They said they realized they almost lost each other. They made a mistake. And they fell in love all over again. Okay, so if that could happen, then old school has to give a pass on that one. Okay, but I remember this one guy, not to get into neighborhood logic, but twice she did it. Sorry, guy. After the first time she did it again, it's going to happen again. What's next, John? What's next? Number three, you don't need to swear because you have an extensive vocabulary. A real old-fashioned gentleman uses his words and uses them like a painter uses his brush. Very nice. Very nice, John. You know, cursing and... Look, again, you want to curse, but if it's you and her privately, whether it's horizontal or uh, <laughs> whatever, you know, whether you're in bed, or that's your, that's your thing. You know, Kurt, you know, some people like to do that. But I think in public, uh, old school guys don't curse in front of ladies. It just doesn't look right. You're at a table, you're at dinner, and you start effing this and mother effing, motherfucking that. Uh, you know what? It shows a lack 
it's not only just a lack of intelligence, it's a lack of class. And, and old school guys are all about class. They're about class. Try to be classy. Say the right thing, do the right thing. Well, Sandy's talked about it before, too. He doesn't swear in front of women unless he's in the bedroom. Yes, well, that's Sandy's another one though, with that. Yeah, he doesn't like to swear in front of women. Sometimes when I'm telling a story, I, sometimes I do have to curse. And I always say, ladies, excuse me, but for the effect of the story, I have to tell you what happened, so I'm going to curse. And most of the time, they'll just go, hey, Chaz, come on, stop, just say it. But if they give you their blessings, then it's, uh, you know, it's okay. It's okay to say it. Well, I mean, old school guys and girls, you know what I'm going to do? I th this is what I'm going to do, John. I just thought of it. You know, my grandfather, my grandfather Colosio, and my other grandfather Luigi, and my mother, and my father, uh, they were like old school people. So I think what I'm going <laughs> I don't know where I come up with this one, but we're going to have an episode of keeping of the memory of old school people. I don't know what we're going to call it. But, you know, you know what the philosophers say? The philosophers say that everybody dies three times, John. Three times. And I always say this. At, I say this at a lot of funerals and a lot of wakes that I go to and people ask me to speak. People die three times in life. Once, when their breath leaves their body. That's when you die, obviously. Twice, when the soul leaves the body. Now, people have filmed people that just died, and they see this, like, kind of like paranormal thing go up in the air. I mean, I, I've heard of it. I, I have never seen it, but I have felt it when my own father passed away. My dad, when he passed, he had these light eyes. My father had brown eyes. And at the, at the moment of his passing, for some reason, they turned to blue. Could have been my imagination. Could have been, could I have been hallucinating? Maybe. I don't know. He passed. He took his last breath. I kissed him on the forehead. And the nurse asked me to sign the death certificate. I turned to sign the death certificate. I signed it. She told me he passed away. Okay, we had to do this, Chaz. Thank you for signing that. And she walked out of the room. I turned back towards my father, and I could tell something was different. He was gone. He was gone. The blue eyes were brown again, and there was nothing behind it. It was like I was looking at a set of clothes. His body was like a set of clothes. There was no more life to it. So I assumed that his soul left his body. So I, I do believe in that. And the third time you die is when your name is mentioned for the last time on earth. So, so I think about the good you do and the way you are in life is important because people would always say your name. So I'm going to give, John, an opportunity for people out there to come in, to send a message to Show at gmail.com of your mom, your dad, your uncle, your aunt, someone you remember who was old school, Someone you, you loved and you cared about. And a little incident about them and why you think they were old school and why you think you want to mention their name. And I will mention their name on the air. 
and it will go into other episodes. I mean, it'll always be on, and they will never be. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but they will never be forgotten, John. Yeah, and also, like I was telling you before the show, the Mexicans celebrate something called Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos. And that's essentially remembering the dead, and they bring offerings. Um, usually it's the first few days of November where they have offerings. They bring some of their favorite food, they're, they're some of the things that they love in life. They light some candles, and they remember their name. And They, they say their name. They honor their ancestors. They remember their name. They say their name. And the legend goes, once people don't remember your name anymore, that's when you die the final time, like you said. That's right. It's the same thing that... Uh... The philosophers said. And what is it called in Mexican? It's what, the Day of? Day of the Dead. Okay, so we're going to do that here on the Charles Palmetary podcast. We're going to call it Remembering Old School? I don't know. We'll figure it out. That's interesting. I like that. Remembering, I don't want to, well, it's already Remembering the Dead. I don't want to, I want it to be Remembering Old School People. Oh, I don't, we'll figure out a name. If you got a good name, send out some Send out your uh, ideas. But I want to, I wanna, you know you know how I, I love old school, how I love the, my grandfather and grandmother and all my old school friends, all these old school people who passed away. And you know what's great about it, folks? You could do it more than once. In other words, you could send an email remembering your dad, then send another email remembering uh, a guy who you loved. In fact, think about this. I forgot who, who did this to me once. A, a, a real smart guy. I forgot what his name was. He was an acting teacher. And he said, oh, 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 my God. Oh, God. He said to think about, uh, I, I remember his name, but I, I'd rather not say his name because he's, well, he passed away. But no, I'll say his name. Michael Shirtliff. Michael Shirtliff was a teacher in the 70s who was a great teacher, brilliant, brilliant teacher. I studied with him for years, and uh, I loved him. He was a great, great teacher. And he always used to say, you know, that, um, uh, and it was a personal thing. So, I, yeah. But anyway, what I got out of it, what I got out and I put it into my own things was that think about someone Right now, all the people out there, close your eyes. I want you to all close your eyes and think about someone who affected your life in such a positive way. And they're not here anymore. Think about that. And then close your eyes and say thank you to them. Thank you. Just be grateful what they did. And that's a person that you have to call up right now. When I say call up, I mean send an email. Get on your thing, email right now and say this was, I think of my father when you said that question. I think of my mother when you said that question. I think of my high school teacher who guided me through this. Think about someone. And they don't have to be old school. Let's, let's make this a dedication to, it'd be nice if they were old school and you have a story about them, like a mini story, not like a long, long story. Something that, why were they so special in your life? Why did they change your life? Why, what made them so special in your life? And we will mention their name on my show. I think this is going to be a show, John, of dedications 
to people who passed on and keeping them alive. I think we're on to something. I think we're on to something here. I'd like to mention my, my, my grandfather, Collodro. My grandfather, Collodro, came to this country, okay? Uh, he was a young boy, came here with his wife, not speaking any English, came here from Sicily uh, in his teens, created a business, a legitimate business together, raised all these children, seven children, folks, no car seat, no, no babysitters, <laughs> you know, no big suburban to drive everybody around. Think about that. My, my grandfather, Collegio. My other grandfather, Luigi, on my mother's side, Luigi Anello. He was a bricklayer. A bricklayer who worked hard, and, and, and he did, like, the stonework besides bricklaying, you know, like, the really beautiful mason stuff. This guy created a family. Again, they had six kids, my mother side. No babysitters, no help, no help. Now you got six kids, you got six nannies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, God bless my wife. She didn't want any nannies. She just, we had house people, don't get me wrong, to clean up, but we never had anybody taking care of the kids. My wife wanted to take care of the kids. That's old school. So getting back to my grandfather, Collegio, Collegio, and my, listen, my, grand, my grandmother, my grandmother, Rose, Rosemary, and my other grandmother, um, uh, she, you know what? Oh my God, she was named Rose too. And uh, I got all the roses in my house. Uh, to my grandmothers, both my grandmothers and both my grandfathers, I want to say I mentioned your name so you stay alive. I mean, Collegio was my grandfather. Like, if he doesn't come here, think about that. If he doesn't come here and, and, and starts a life, and I'm not here. My mother and father are born in Italy somewhere, and I'm different. Bronx Tale never happens. So think about how important that was, that journey that he made. I'm celebrating. I'm, I'm actually coming out with a cigar soon about dedicated to my grandfather, Collegio, about his trip here. To America and what he started. Bronx Tale started, wouldn't be here. All the movies I've done wouldn't be here. Charles Palminteri would never be born if he didn't make that journey. Think about that. So, Collegio Palminteri, uh, uh, Rose Anello, uh, I mean, Rose Palminteri, Rose, Rose Anello, and Luigi Anello. Uh, and of course, my mom and dad, Lorenzo and, and Rose, Rosina, Rosario, they called it too. I mention all their names because they all passed away. And so they live today and will live on forever because obviously we'll show this episode a while from now. So if you have, I'm sorry I went on such a rant with this. So if you have a relative or mother, father, and you want them to... Uh, Say something about him. I'll do that on the show. We'll have a show. I don't know what we're going to call the show, John. We'll figure it out, but I like the idea. You like the idea? Okay. All right. I'm sorry I got off on a rant yet. Let's go back to another old school question. Okay. Back to the questions, and I've heard you talk about this before. It is number four. You respect yourself, body, and mind. You can't replace you. You can't upgrade to a newer and better model. A proper old-fashioned man treats himself as an old-fashioned man would. 
Uh, well, I mean, yes. You, I mean, look, here's the bottom line. You've got to respect yourself. If you don't respect yourself, how do you expect other people to respect you? I, I, always, I never could understand that. Old school guys have a lot of respect for themselves. I think they're going to stand up and say what's right. You're going to say what's right. You know, nowadays, my God, everybody's got to say what's correct. I know, look, I know, we're, look, we didn't have social media back then, so it was a lot different. You have to be careful now what you say, what you do. I mean, before, my father used to say, if you got nothing nice to say about someone, don't say it. And you know what? There's some truth to that. That's an old school way. You got nothing nice to say, don't say it. Because what are you doing? Think about it. What are you doing by gossiping and telling someone about someone, about another person? Anytime you want to say something like that, shut your mouth. Especially at work, don't gossip about other people at work. Because if you're gossiping about them, you got to assume when I'm looking at them, they're gossiping about me. So I say to you, that can only lead to bad things. Keep your mouth shut. You got nothing nice to say? Don't say nothing. Okay? What's next, John? Well, I want to go back to that point, too. You said something, and I, I'll never forget it either. You said you get one vehicle for the rest of your life. How are you going to treat that vehicle? You're going to put the best gas in it. You're going to take the best care of it. Right. And right. that's just something that always stuck with me. And it's something well, that's I always... it. Like, like, always, like we talked about once, about old school guys, about help. Now, look, is, old, is every old school guy healthy? Sometimes they eat what they want. And they don't give a shit. And you know what? That's okay. They feel that way about themselves. That's okay. But, and not to get off on it, but if I told you you had one car the rest of your life, when you were 18 and I bought you a 19 uh, whatever, a 2023 Cadillac Eldorado or a 2023 Mercedes, and I said, this is it. You're not going to get another car the rest of your life. Man, you would take care of that car, boy. That's how you should feel about your body. Watch what goes in your body. Take care of yourself. What's next, John? Number five, you stay close with your family members because you want them to know you love them. That's old school. You stay close to your family members. Now, folks, I'm not stupid. I mean, I know some people have bad relationships with their family. And they don't want to talk to their mother or father, brother, sister. But I don't understand that. And this is one I don't claim to be a genius. I mean, I, I'm not a genius. I'm just a neighborhood guy who went to a community college and got successful. But how do you not talk to your brother or your sister or your father or your mother? Are there situations where you don't do that? I'm sure there's people out there. Yeah, okay. And if your mom or your dad or where you just can't get along, where for whatever reason it's your fault, their fault, or anytime you're with them it's a negative feeling, a, a negative drawer on your life, then, I mean, I think, uh, and I'm not a shrink, of course, but I was in therapy, I've been in therapy many years, where the shrink would say, then just stay away. And he's probably right. So are there certain situations where that has to be, where you, you don't talk to your mother or your father or your sister or your brother? I think so. But I think sometimes you've got to be bigger than that 
and try again. You don't have to go back and be best friends, like see each other every week. But you could say, let's, let's have dinner once a year, once every six months, just to catch up and say hi. You could try that, and maybe it's his fault, your fault. But I remember me and my sisters, my sister Rose and my sister Mary, you know, we, we've been close all our lives. I think we had maybe one argument where we didn't talk for a day maybe. I don't know. But I think that's important that you stay close with each other. It's your brother and your sister, your mother or your father. Think about it. That's all I'm saying. Think about it. You know what? When this podcast is over, I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to call my father and say, look, I know we have our differences. I know we don't get along. But why don't we just have dinner? Just meet for dinner and let's, let's try to be cordial. You're my dad. You're my mom. And try. Give. You be the bigger person. You give. Okay? Because if you give and then you still get shitted on, you could look at yourself and say, God, I tried. I really tried. And maybe it'll wake something up and then well, they'll try next time. But what's the difference? Try. This is it, folks. This is not a dress rehearsal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What do you want? You want to go to your, your deathbed and never see your mother or your father? Or, or they never see you? You want to not tell them you love them? Sorry, it didn't work out. As, as, as great as it, it could have been, but don't start bringing up old things. But be good to the people who raised you. They raised you. Maybe they did a messed up job a little bit, but forgiveness is big. Forgiveness is huge. I'm not saying get stepped on now. After you go back three times and you're still getting stepped on, then yes, it's time to say Okay, we pass on this one. Some relationships cannot be fixed. And you have to decide if this one can't. And if it can't, yes, then you have to move on. Even if it's your mom and dad, you have to move on. But what I say to you is give it a try. Try. Be the bigger person. Brothers don't talk to brothers because of money. Sisters, brothers don't talk when the mother dies, the brother took more money, the sister. What is this about? Come on. Come on, man. My mother and father passed away. We always, the three of us, we took care of everything together. We didn't worry about who spent more or who did that or who got this and who got that. Those are, those are like things. It's stuff. It's money. It's bullshit. It's nothing. It's nothing. But love survives. Love lives on. So I tell you, and that's why I tell you, that you keep the memory of someone you love. Send that name into old school about keeping their memory alive. I like that. Anyway. We got something else, John? We do. Number six. When you take a woman out on a date, you make sure it's memorable for her. A real modern, old-fashioned man doesn't want to use a woman. He wants to create memories with them and for them, as well as for himself, of course. Wow. I like that a lot. You take a woman on a date, make sure it's memorable. Yes, enjoy yourself. You know, I think that's nice. 
you want a woman to have a nice experience. You know, right, John? I agree. And then there's another point here. It says too many people these days see dating as a recreational activity, which I absolutely agree with. Now, yeah, like they, they don't know. We used to pick the girl up at the house. Now, today, they go, all right, I'll meet you at this restaurant. Maybe, I guess if you don't know the person in the beginning, you should do that. I'll meet you at this restaurant. Then you meet together. But I don't care what a woman's, I, okay, oh, Jazz, be careful. I can hear your wife yelling at you. I don't want to sound sexist. But I think a woman likes a little shivery, right? There's nothing wrong with shivery, opening the door for her. You know, saying she looks lovely tonight. Uh, that's a beautiful dress. I mean, now you can't even say that to anybody. People at work used to say, my God, your hair looks lovely like that. You can't do that. When I'm doing a movie, I can't say nothing. Because I'm afraid a woman's going to take it as I'm, it's, I'm flirting with her, coming on to her. We lost chivalry in this country. It, it's terrible. I told the story. I think I said it on another podcast. I, I, you know, I'm riding. And I get, we stand up in a plane, and I help the woman. I, I said, let me get that for you. Did I say, honey, I might have? She went, excuse me, I'm not your honey, and I could get it. I, I didn't mean anything by it, folks. It was a heavy thing. I just wanted to pull it down and, and give it to her. So a little shivery can't hurt anybody. That's all I'm saying, right? I agree. Okay, we're on to number seven. You're comfortable with relying on yourself and don't take handouts. You're comfortable with what? Yourself and you don't take handouts. You're comfortable with yourself and you don't take handouts. That's old school. Total old school. We didn't have a lot of money when we grew up. In my neighborhood, in the Bronx, or anywhere, Italian-Americans back then, I'm just talking about the Italian-Americans. Uh, you know what? Maybe not even them. I know other people back then. We didn't do food, food stamps. We could have gotten them. My father wouldn't do it. Welfare, not happening. My father would shovel shit before that happens. For somebody to go on welfare back then, forget it. And we knew there was a, a bunch of people back then. You know, uh, there was the Morgans. I remember the Morgans of an African-American family. No welfare. Mr. Morgan, he'd get up, okay, and he got a job as a super in a building. Worked hard. Nobody went on welfare. Nobody. Because uh, if you did that, it was um, considered, you, didn't, you, you took a handout. And I think some of the people today should learn, learn about that because it's okay to get a hand up, not a handout, as, as I quoted. I don't know who said that. But uh, I think we, we're going to end this episode, but I want to end it with just saying, say, send your, your, your Chaz Palminteri show at gmail.com. I'm excited about this. John, do you have someone, an uncle or a grandfather or someone? You're a young guy, so you have someone that passed away or that you would like to mention? Of course, my Uncle George. He was like a second father to me. Your Uncle George. What's his full name? George what? George Valdez. George Valdez. Now, say, just give us one incident about George Valdez. Um, well, he's the one that, that really would just... He, I don't know how to explain it. He would take care of me when my... Mother and father were going through their divorce. He would always let me over his house. Right. He would always take me out to dinner. He'd always like buy me stuff, take me to the movies, stuff like that. And he treated me um, like I was a second son to him. Wow. Uh, my cousin, 
um, I'm very close with him. He was like a brother to me and still like a brother to me. Wow. But yeah, as, he's like a second father and he was always there for me while my parents were going through their, their divorce. Wow. So we're going to mention George Valdez. We're going to keep his memory alive, folks, forever. You have a friend or a mom and dad or somebody that you want to mention, a little story about them? You send in to uh, keep an old school forever. God bless you all. Don't forget, you want to come and see my shows, chazpalmentary.net. Go to chazpalmentary.net. You want to send your questions, it's chazpalmentaryshow at gmail.com. Uh, chazpalmentary.net, you can get the saddest thing in life is waste of talent. You can get photos. You can get the saddest thing in life is waste of talent. Great photos. Uh, now you just can't leave. And also, don't forget the... Uh, the original posters. You can get that at my shows too. That's chazpalmentary.net and see the shows. Go on my website if you want to shout out. But if you want to shout out here, just say the person's name and we'll keep them alive forever. God bless you all. See you next week.